0: Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name. In an instant, the world in which we live in has changed. Countries are in lockdown, borders are closed. Social distancing and isolation are the new normal. Yet in amongst it all, God is still working. His salvation plan of healing, deliverance, restoration and freedom has not changed since the dawn of time. Healing of body, soul, spirit and emotions. Deliverance from the destructive powers of evil, death and self. Throughout the ages of humanity, God continually pursues in love. He revealed himself in ways that we could understand and relate to. To the early tribal people groups, he showed himself to them through his creation. In his handiwork and splendor of the heavens and earth, his majestic wonder was declared to them. He revealed himself intimately and personally in visions, dreams, and angelic visitations. As world empires seized power by force and oppressed others, God displayed his sovereignty through signs and wonders, making his mighty power known. He is in an eternal state of forgiveness, so he sent his prophets, who spoke his truth and shared his heart to rebellious people. He gave us his written and oral word in times of literacy and world communication. Both the Old and the New Testament speak to us of who he is, what he has done and will do. The Bible is his true love story to us. Through his love story with humanity and his relationships with individuals and people groups throughout the Bible, we discover the heart of God and his salvation plan. In and through his audible voice, he speaks intimately and personally. By his Spirit we can hear his gentle whispers of love as he calls out our name. He leads us and guides us to green pastures of peace, love and joy, living from a place of rest in him. He sent his Son, Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Saviour of the world. Yes, the greatest visible expression of himself and his very essence of himself. His love, truth and power is seen, demonstrated and embodied in Jesus. He came to heal the brokenhearted, set the captives free, give sight to the blind and declare the good news of his kingdom on earth. After Jesus' ascension into heaven, he poured out his Spirit and continues to do so throughout the ages. At the time of saying yes to Jesus, his presence dwells within us and is always with us. He goes deep into the depths of our hearts, minds, body, spirit and soul. Through signs and wonders he reveals his power and confirms his word, his truth, his heart and his kingdom. Such is the incredible mystery and wonder in knowing the loving God, Father, Son and Spirit, the three are one. Let us go back in time after the first New Testament Pentecost when Peter and John had been released from custody for testifying of God's truth through the signs and wonders in Jesus' name. They knew God and understood that nothing or no one was able to stand against him. Turn with me to Acts chapter 4, verses 23 to 31. And being let go... They went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God, who made heaven and earth and the sea, and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, Why do the nations rage, and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand What a powerful prayer from the depths of their transformed hearts. They were with one accord, one cause, one Lord, one spirit, one mission. Together they passionately declared, Lord, you are God, who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. This is a powerful revelation, an important reminder in trying circumstances. To know that God is the one who brought forth the full force of energy to create something out of nothing, puts things of this world damaged by evil into perspective. There is nothing or no one greater. No one or no created thing can create something out of nothing, for he alone is all-powerful, almighty, the creator of heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. He is not bound by time and space dimensions, for he is eternal and everywhere. He is Lord. He is God. The Lord God Almighty. The disciples testified that God is sovereign and all-powerful. The disciples continue. They know and understand that God's salvation plan was fulfilled in Jesus, at the hands of humanity. Herod the Jew in power of the Roman province of Judea, Pontius Pilate representing the world's superpower of the time, the Romans, and the people, both non-Jews and Jews, were all gathered together against God in Jesus. The boldness and depth of revelation is definitely from God. It was not that long ago they were confused, immersed in sorrow and trapped in unbelief. Even when Jesus himself told them he had to suffer for their sakes, for all our sakes, they failed to remember. Now, several weeks later, after seeing, touching, believing in the resurrected Jesus, and the outpouring of his Holy Spirit, they are now expounding the scriptures in context of them being fulfilled in Jesus. Jesus the Messiah, the Christ, the Anointed One, the Holy Servant of God opened the scriptures up to them. Their hearts and minds are being transformed. Now by his Spirit, he continues his work in them and through them to reach the ends of the earth. The transformation within them is supernatural. Only God can transform hearts and minds. Only He. They reconciled the tension between God's sovereignty over His creation and the free choice He has given to humanity. They acknowledged this and said, Who, by the mouth of your servant David, has said, Why did the nations rage? and the people plot vain things. The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. God is God, yet he gives free choice. He determined before he created that he himself would become the deliverer. He foretold his own coming through his prophets. He knew the empires of man would declare war against him, and blinded by their own pride, they would plot in vain. Yet, in a moment of time, the Son of God, the King of all kings, in ultimate power stepped down into our darkness and willingly gave up his life to become the sacrifice for all humanity. The disciples understood that God never controls or manipulates people or circumstances, as that is the desire of the flesh. God never becomes one with evil. However, he is continually working and turns evil into good. He defeated evil in Jesus' death and resurrection and empowers us to live in his victory in this world damaged by evil. Yes, God is sovereign, 100%, absolutely, and only he has the right to rule and reign over all creation, history, and destiny. The disciples were well aware that it is God who chose to become the flesh and blood sacrifice, be the Messiah, the Christ, the Deliverer, and sacrifice himself for us. God turned the depravity of humanity and evil into his glorious deliverance of humanity and defeat of evil. The cross was humanity's symbol of death, shame and guilt. God turned it into life, honour and innocence. The disciples testified that God is sovereign and all-knowing. Now they were faced with opposition from chief priests and elders of the religious. Yet out of their transformed hearts, revelation, belief and understanding of God's sovereignty, they ask. Acts chapter 4 verse 29 to 30 Now, Lord, look on their threats, and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. The request of the disciples is for God to grant them, his servants, all boldness to speak his word. In the face of all opposition, this is their request. They don't ask for the persecution to stop, They simply become one with God's heart and mission. There is a beautiful synergy here that reveals God's heart. In praying to God, the disciples refer to David, who wrote that messianic psalm that they quoted as your servant. They then link the psalm to Jesus, referring to him as your holy servant whom you anointed. As Jesus came and identified with humanity, his disciples very clearly identified with Jesus in asking God to grant them, your servants. This is such a heart-touching moment of surrender, identity and allegiance. David, God's servant who wrote a prophetic psalm about the Messiah. Jesus, the Messiah, God's holy servant and the disciples, God's servants. God himself serves. The Son serves the Father, the Holy Spirit serves the Son. They have a servant heart, the three are one. And here we see David, God's servant, Jesus the Messiah, God's holy servant, and the disciples, God's servants. Remember, the very thing that got them into trouble in the first place was healing and preaching in the name of Jesus. Now, in the face of opposition to that, they ask God for more healings and more boldness to speak his truth in his name. They say, By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. They knew such boldness to speak his word is a divine gift. The signs and wonders confirm their witness of Jesus, confirm the words that they speak. It is Jesus doing the miracles and the healing from God the Father through the disciples. They know that. They know exactly who is doing the healing. They travelled and did life with him for three and a half years as a man, fully man, fully God. Now they possess his spirit. The disciples knew the purpose of the signs and wonders. It was to authenticate the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he is risen, he is alive, and the good news is that he is the one whom was crucified and raised from the dead. He, and only he, is the one by whom we shall be saved. Just as they prayed, then it happened. Acts chapter 4 verse 31 And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. They were already filled with the Holy Spirit in Acts 2 at Pentecost, so this suggests the need for a continual empowering to be anointed witnesses and prophets speaking God's word and healing in his name. I am reminded of what a pastor said to me once. You must continually fill up the well to draw from it. He was right. The dynamic continual flow of God's Spirit infilling and pouring out, as Jesus said, rivers of living water. The place where they were meeting was shaken. God's power was evident. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and as a consequence their request was granted. History shows they spoke his word boldly throughout Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea and to the ends of the earth. No world power or force of evil can stop the spread of the gospel. Acts chapter 4 verse 33 And with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Great power. The same power that called light into darkness, created heaven and earth and sea and all things in it. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead and conquered evil. Great power. Great grace, the same grace that Jesus came to earth in. He came in grace and truth, continually outpouring of God's undeserved favour upon them all. Not because they were wanting to preach the good news and set the captives free. No, grace is grace. It is undeserved favour. We cannot earn it. We cannot perform for it. Great grace was upon them as was great power. Both are a gift from God. God is the same yesterday, today and forever. He continues to pursue each individual in love and reveal himself to us, in so many different ways, but in ways that each one will understand. His desire for us has not changed. The circumstances of this world may change, but God and his great love never changes. Today we live in a challenging world. Like the first disciples, may we be of one accord, asking God for boldness to speak his word, and that he would stretch out his hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of his holy servant Jesus, so that the world